When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound, the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much for uh, making your way here, checking this out. Uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button if you're not already. I uh, do three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists, discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Surfaces. We're going to be talking about their upcoming fourth LP and the lead single, Wave of You. It's Forrest Frank and Colin Padalecki. And they're going to tell us about going back to basics with the production on this record, bending genres, and the themes that make up their feel-good music that include um, uh, themes like a redemption and love, forgiveness, and peace. Now, the Texas duo also will discuss last year's collaboration with Elton John, a very big point of their career. This was their first collaborator. So it's got an interesting story to it for the song Learn to Fly and having John Travolta do the grease dance to one of their songs in uh, the most recent Super Bowl and one of the commercials. We'll also hear about the massive expansion to their upcoming tour and so much more. Let's do this. It's Kyle Meredith with Surfaces. Hey, how's it going? What's up? It's great to see you both. And um, first off, congratulations. I mean, for all the success over what seemed like a very short amount of time, uh, just knocking it out of the park on every release. And you're already back working or, or about to release or do something anyway with your fourth album in four years. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Al- album a year is kind of our our pace yeah that's incredible and and to be hitting i guess at uh at, at what you all are at because it's not like there's been one records like oh that missed the mark or whatever like every single one has delivered this time around we've got the first single off of lp4 here called wave of you and once again you guys are sounding great it does seem like you know you've got a bit of a vision going into every one of these albums. I mean, there is a complete thing with the way the artwork is and with the videos and the music. So I hope you don't mind me asking in the very broad sense, what is the image of, uh, of LP4 that we're looking forward to? So yeah, with this fourth album, uh, we actually kind of like took it back to the roots when it came to recording. Cause you know, we started from recording in bedroom, bedroom closets and uh, 
Horizons, our third album, was the first time we got to professionally record in a studio and everything. And, you know, that, that for what it was, was awesome. And it was really cool to work in a studio. But we decided to, like, take it back to our roots, like I said, on this album. And we rented out a house in Malibu with this beautiful outlook of the mountains and the ocean and kind of just set up shop, just threw some speakers on the table, had our recording equipment with us. And for, like, two weeks straight, woke up every single day and just worked in that house and it it didn't even feel like work it was just it every song happened so easily and everything was so fluid that um yeah that whole experience is kind of what is this album that's coming out yeah so and we that's our goal is to take the the listener to that place like we want them to literally feel like they're opening up the windows and and sitting at that at that desk making music with us you all do that very uh easily i mean it, it does sound easy uh, it's not hard to be put in that mindset every time we listen to your all's music. I know that's part of it. Talking about going back to your roots, like I can see how that was, um, you know, easy to do, especially given the production. As as writers, of course, you've only become better and better. What has that meant musically on this record uh, to go back to your roots? Or does that mean the same thing when you're talking about the music? I guess saying going back to our roots, because our, our previous album, Horizons, we went to LA and like, got studio time and had an engineer recording us on a super nice mic. And I guess there's a little bit more like thinking involved, I guess. Whereas this one was just, let's just hunker down in a room like we used to when we didn't, cause in, I mean, we didn't know we were going to be successful. We just love making music. And we didn't, we didn't think that the minimal equipment we had in our college dorm room was enough to make it to like the radio. And like, I mean, Sunday best is like double platinum now. It doesn't, it's does it's not can't fathom that stuff so we just wanted to go back to that we're like okay i think we actually did something right let's just go back to that hunker down and and mess around just see what what's happening so we just just had fun with it i would ask you know on that last record um sail away had a great reggae sound to it and everything and that's that that's i guess what i'm asking on this part too like the flip side what are the are there new tricks are you guys still exploring new sounds for yourself on, on this record and what are those so yeah, well, with this album, it, it felt good to like come in like kind of concise with the idea of like, you know, let's hit all three, you know, sides of this triangle. Let's give like the people, like our true fan base, you know, what they kind of fulfill their expectations, but like not not like limiting yourself in a box, you know, like obviously they're familiar with some kind of our sound and some of our songwriting, even though that's always progressing every day, which like takes you to the next area of the triangle was what it's like what genres could we be bending? What, what, uh, how can we push ourselves as musicians when it comes to like where we're songwriting, how we're songwriting, uh, the production going a different way than it usually does. And then like the third triangle, making this section of like meeting that expectations of the quintessential sound of us, taking the new genre stuff and like pushing our boundaries every day and like making that make sense on an album. Like, does that track list make sense to like live together? does this track list make sense for the brand? You know, are we doing like, are we fulfilling both of these areas pure enough to where it's so natural? Right. And like taking wave of you, our first single, as an example, like we saw a bunch of comments, like, you know, this, this sounds different from your other stuff, but it's my favorite song that you you guys put out. Like, I love this, like kind of two thousands punk rock hip hop thing you got going on. So that's just an example. Like it's, if it sounds like us, it's something sort of familiar, but then it's branching out into different directions. That's really, really interesting in the way you guys talk about it, because you even use the word brand and, and there is, I mean, 
you can play all of this together and it does make sense. And and I did wonder that, you know, as listening to Wave of You, listening to some of the back catalog, I mean, like, what does that mean when you guys are are reaching out for new sounds? Like, like, you know, if you guys wanted to write a metal song, it would still somehow still have to sound like surfaces. I guess it's like, where does that line draw? And like, we can't push it that far out. It still has to be here. Does Is that part of the process? Yeah, there's something in, we don't want to like put ourselves in a box. Um, so we, ne- we never try to, but there is, there is this like this core, this thing that we kind of stick to. And I feel like it's, there's something like redemption, love, you know, forgiving, uh, hope, peace. There's like a lot of these kind of like um, these feelings that all the songs have, even though there are different feelings, like they're different feelings, different directions, different genres. They all kind of go back to this, like, ah, like I feel good listening to this. That's how we feel when we're making it. It's like a lot of times, I mean, which is inspiration just hitting us and we sit back and listen to this record. And it's like, man, this feels really nice. So that's kind of the, the glue it does seem like that would um come at a clash with what was happening in the last you know year as you guys are writing this like you there is you know you you all base your songs a lot in positivity that's what we've come to love from uh, from all of your songs do you feel at odds with the world around you as you were writing this one well if anything it just it gave you more you know ammo to be redemptive like because all redemption is, is is taking all of this like hard times or you know, this blurred vision or um, all this doubt and self, you know, all this anxiety that's going around around us and, and kind of turning it and saying, okay, like, let's flip this sunny side up, but like, let's take the silver linings out of each of these situations. And even if like, you know, we make a song that's like not right off the bat, like very quintessentially happy, like take a song like Sunday Best, everyone thinks like that song is like super happy off the bat or well, some like take a little time to cook in the oven to like, once you like taste what it actually is, you'll realize that, oh, this is redemption. Yeah. You know? It's, what we're speaking the place we're speaking from is real and so that means that no no circumstance can change that so if yeah if anything it was just more fun to make it during such a negative time because then it there's just so much joy in in the process so you want to be a rock and roll star no well how about a podcast star well as it turns out there's a new all-in-one platform just for you it's called anchor and it's the easiest way to make a podcast and check this out it's free There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, you know, everywhere else in uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, No minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. How was it for you guys, you know, especially having Sunday Best, what, like that started blowing up like right before all of this happened, right? Like that's, that's how the timeline looks like. To have that type of success right at a time when you can't yeah. promote it in the same way, like was the rug pulled out from under you a little bit? I, I feel like it's it's like you don't know what you don't know and we had for the first two years of our career like just been kind of slowly growing and then you know we really started flying once Sunday best like started taking off and so for us and then like being stuck at home it didn't feel that different feel like 
we didn't know what we were missing out on. So you know, our manager was like, you guys could do these crazy, you know, you could have done these huge festivals and like done some crazy shows with like the song of the moment. It's like, we didn't know what it felt like to, to do that. So a song like that, you know, we are talking about lots of different sounds from you all, but you hear that song and, and, and in plenty of your other songs too. Like, I'm not the only one who said this. There is a vibe that I get, you know, it's a little bit of that 70s vibe, a little bit of that 80s vibe that's in there. And, and again, it sounds so natural for you all. Was that, was that just something that you all were brought up on or did you find that later in life? Yeah, I mean, I, I think both of us are pretty brought on to like a lot of different genres. Like personally, I was brought on to a lot of classic rock and like country growing up just because of where I lived, like Southern Texas, like classic rock and country, like staples. And then obviously in high school, you're exposed or middle school, you're exposed to like hip hop and all these other flavors, indie rock and everything you pick up on the way. I know Forrest has his too. Yeah. Um, grew up with, I grew up in a Christian home. So like a lot of gospel and soul music was played. And then also Houston has this like subculture of Houston rap. And it's a lot of like flipping these old soulful gospel type type samples. So I feel like that was always kind of ingrained and you can, that, that comes across in the production for sure. But yeah. Country, I guess as well. There's kind of like that, that wholesome, like personal writing that I feel like, I feel like sometimes I listen to country music and I'm like, dang, that, that sounds pretty similar to like some of our songwriting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just going for the big hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, and I'll bring up an obvious name, a collaborator. Of course, I'm going to bring up Elton John here because with what you're talking about, like that was the guy. That was the guy who had done that in the 70s. He took country and he took pop and he took gospel and he put it all in this thing. Like for him to be the superstar collaborator that you all landed on that worked out, that I don't think that could have been any more perfectly chosen. And, and I've got to ask the question, like, you know, for those who don't know, what was that process like? Because this was something that happened last year on the Learning to Fly song that just all online, right? Yeah, it was during, yeah. It was during the thick of COVID. So we had to, we got tested for it, but we were like, ah, like too risky. Let's just, let's just zoom in. Um, don't want to be the guys getting Nelson Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had made a demo. Um, I guess it was here. Um so we were in, yeah. we, were, we were here in my home studio and yeah, we just made the song and um, our managers were like, Hey, you guys have never done a feature or a collaboration. Like, is it cool if the, if like the publisher just kind of like cast a wide net and we're like, sure. Like, yeah, so be it. And uh, I feel like like a week or two later or something, we get an email back from Elton John. Elton's like, like boys love the track, like would love to help out in any way, singing, writing, piano, whatever. And we were freaking out, like yeah. cannot imagine. So runs. yeah, our first, our first like collaboration feature ever was Elton John. And so we, I think we did three different Zoom sessions and um, just, you know, kind of vibed around and, and tried to figure out a way to, to, to make him sound the best. But yeah, just, just a crazy experience to, to work with him Super and talk to him. Crazy. So. I don't know what you hope to get out of that other than a great song, but I would think like, you know, as songwriters, you hope to like, is there a secret, you know, like I would want that like, okay, Elton, tell us, is there a secret to this whole songwriting thing? Like what tips did you, tricks did you get from him? If any, he, he like takes everything like really slow. Like when we played him the track, he immediately just went to the piano and he just started messing around for like at least an hour, just like experimenting. Mm -hmm. And like me and Forrest get very experimental when we're like sitting in production, but like it was cool to like see him dumb it down just a piano. And like he was rooting his harmonies from the piano. He was rooting 
the solo from his uh, piano, all the accents. He just like sat there and he just kept experimenting until something really popped out. And it was cool to see someone that experiments still be so experimental. I mean, the guys, you see that, you know, him doing it live. You saw it in the movie, the biography and everything. It's amazing how his brain works. I can't imagine what it would be like, you know, kind of working with him like that. Uh, And as far as celebrities go, I should also ask about the Super Bowl uh, (laughs) as well, too, because, you know, you come up, you think you you, th- you think Elton John is you know the top of the line right there, and how do, how can you go any further? But what it's Travolta is that who you guys yeah. end up soundtracking? <laughs> yeah, Travolta dancing that was crazy. What was it like seeing that during you know the biggest moment of usually like TV of the year? It's definitely surreal. I, yeah, it was crazy because like you like watch Grease growing up, and then they're like doing the dance, and you're like, man, that that's crazy. Like <laughs> Grease felt so for, uh, forever long ago. Well, again, what you guys do, it's also interesting the way you talk about what you do, because, you know, as you're setting this record up, you don't exactly say we're working on our fourth record. It's all about a season. Explain what the season is. I mean, I, I think we're still talking about the same thing, but what does that add into the picture? I mean, a season, it's its more of like, it, it's like our like album cycle declaration. Like, you know, we're going to have videos coming out, singles coming out, albums coming out stuff to go with the album, new merch. It's like all that encapsulated in like season four. And it's just like our way of letting our fans know like, hey, y'all are about to like be treated very well over like, you know, pretty long uh, period of time. And we can't wait for them to experience all these new songs and products. Yeah. And I feel like we're not like, we're not big on like social media. Like we're not posting crazy stuff all the time or like vlogging and stuff. And so I feel like it's also just like, hey, we're about to like, like you're saying, yeah. Colin, like, here's here's the moment we're going to, like, deliver a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And we'll be online before we, like, reclude back. Do you guys talk about, like, um, I'm using the seasons in this other sense here. Do you guys talk about your, uh, do you guys talk about movies in relation, in relation to your music? It's very visual, like, yeah. for us making, we're, we're, we're still trying to figure out exactly, like, the music video to song. But, like, just the songs itself are very visual for us. And that's why the the album artworks and the single artworks are, are what they are like that's what we're seeing in the in the music really adds this interesting layer to the whole thing which is probably the intention uh, of it to, uh, to begin with well i know from here on uh the record comes out there's also some live stuff booked which you know everybody's like okay all right let's do this i saw you guys are on the bonnaroo lineup that's not far down the road from where i'm based here in louisville uh, what's the live show? Are you guys talking about how to inco- what the live show is going to look like? Is that take on the visual representation as well? Yeah, we just we uh, just got off the phone with our managers trying to figure out like all the new visuals we're going to do, and we're, it's definitely going to be like stepped up from where we were, you know, playing shows a year and a half ago. Um, it's definitely going to be way more cities, so we're going to have way more buses, way more productions. Like it's going to be massive with a full band. It's going to be insane. Yeah, just to, uh, again, with that success happening during this blink time, you know, to come out of it and suddenly everything's bigger, everything's different. What an interesting, what an interesting way to do this. I can't wait to hear the rest of this record with LP4. Congratulations. I I do love hearing Wave of You. Uh, Colin Forrest, thanks for taking the time to talk about it today. Thank you. Yeah, this is is great. Appreciate it. My thanks to Forrest and Colin Services. Upcoming fourth LP and lead single, Wave of You. Thanks to you for checking out this episode. Again, please do hit the subscribe button before you get out of here. Uh, Anywhere you get your podcasts from, including iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, YouTube for the video versions. 
After that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spans, bonus interviews. Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. TikTok at KyleMeredith81. I hope you like and follow along. Make sure to say hi when you do. That does it for another edition. Kyle Meredith, I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.